Hi, and welcome to my podcast, Torah Psych 101, where if you love Torah and you love psychology, this is the podcast you have been waiting for. I am your host, Dr. Jonathan Lassen. Let's get right into it. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Truma. Truma deals with a lot of the aspects of the Mishkan, including the Kruvim, which as a child, that was always the most fascinating part of the Mishkan, for me at least, because you see two child-looking objects that are put on top of the urn that contains the Luchos, and we're told that it's from between these two Kruvim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu spoke. So what's the message behind the symbolism of these two childlike features that makes it such a holy thing that this is where the voice of Hashem emanates from? So many people have asserted that in order to truly appreciate the Torah, we have to approach the Torah with a childlike wonder. We know that older people tend to get stuck in their ways and they do things more by rote without even questioning. And children, on the other hand, you have seen that they ask many questions. And when they're successfully answered, or at the very least addressed, then children can appreciate the vastness of this ocean we call the Torah. And in our generation, I've seen a change in the way the Torah is taught in so many places where children are now starting to feel more comfortable asking questions um, and not just taking the Rebbe or the Mora's word for it. And questioning is a good thing if it's um, supported by the nurturing parents and teachers that we have. The Gemara tells us that when the non-Jews, the Gentiles, entered into the base of Mikdash and they saw the Kruvim, when, you know, during their embrace, they, they were mocking the Jewish people. They couldn't understand how the Kruvim, which they were embracing like a husband and a wife, how would that be featured as part of the base of Mikdash? The question that many ask on this Gemara was, why were they embracing if really they only were supposed to embrace or give each other a hug when HaKadosh Baruch Hu was happy with them? And here HaKadosh Baruch Hu was about to destroy the base of Mikdash, and um, they certainly shouldn't be embracing. So some people say, actually, they were embracing after the base of Mikdash was already destroyed. But the answer given is something that kind of tells over what the future, perhaps what we're going through right now. If you were to take a trip to Eretz Yisrael right now, February 23rd, 2024, you probably would see that there are more Jews of many different colors, stripes, nuschos, embracing each other. They're hugging each other. Everyone is together. There's a lot of achdus. There's so much unity going on amongst Kla Yisrael that wasn't there before October 7th. And at the time the base of Mikdash was about to be destroyed, HaKadosh Baruch Hu had already sent his anger onto the Jewish nation. It was already determined that HaKadosh Baruch Hu's house was no longer in order. And as I mentioned before, some say it was already destroyed when the Kruvim were seen hugging each other. But then something happened. HaKadosh Baruch Hu was finished being angry. And then, only then, that's when the rebuilding could begin. So similarly, we see the Yalkut Shimoni describes the Sefer of Shir Shirim as the Holy of Holies. And Shir Shirim, if you look at it carefully, contains some of the most sensual prose that uh, that adorn the pages of the of the Sefer in an effort to describe how deep Akadosh Baruch Hu's love is for Klai Yisrael. It's not something that's shameful to be in love. What's shameful is when children are not taught to love or how to love, and children who witness their parents displaying some level of affection towards each other, it doesn't have to be physical, in fact, uh, I, I don't recommend that, 
they uh, the when children see that their parents are in love with each other, they tend psychologically to sleep better, that to eat better, they're less prone to anxiety, and psychologists have further found that they're more productive in their relationships with others. When parents take vacations together and they come back and they're all giddy, they're happy, they're refreshed, they're teaching their children valuable lessons, which hopefully will be transmitted to their own relationships as they grow into their adult years. And they teach their children that it's okay to love one another and to show it. It also allows the lines of communication to stay open for the children to feel comfortable asking their parents about whatever's on their minds. And in my practice, when I see from children who are veering off I don't see them as rebelling against the Torah or Hashem. They're rebelling against authority because it's been being taught without a sense of love. Can you imagine if these children were able to witness a truly loving family? That would be the best way to to um, actually cut into my business as a psychologist because those children wouldn't need any therapy. But that would be a dream of mine, that children shouldn't have to need therapy because they didn't witness or grow up seeing a, seeing a loving family. So the Keruvim, therefore, the most appropriate place for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to be speaking to Klai Yisrael, because that is coming from a place of love. Have a wonderful Shabbos. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I am Dr. Jonathan Lassen, a therapist, educator, and lifelong learner. I'd love to hear your comments, thoughts, and suggestions by emailing me at jonathanlassen2018 at gmail.com. That's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N-L-A-S-S-O-N 2018 at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you and learning from you. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and are psyched for our next Torah Psych Podcast.